I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I am Ken Brown, and as your Game Master, I welcome you back to the world of Riven, the Shattered Continent. Will the rest of this merry band introduce themselves? Hello there, uh, I'm Harko's Iron Job Sorrow, and I'm an Alakokra monk. And the world is confusing lately, but I plan to use my second chance to give everyone else theirs. And I'm portrayed by Nick Simpson. And I am Trevor Ironjaw. The world is strange right now, but I have given my word. No matter how fate directs me, I shall stand and protect those who cannot protect themselves. Portrayed by Brad Konawa. Thanks, crew, and thank you for joining us at our table. Now, prepare yourselves for Rolling in the Geek. Hello, listeners. Ken, your Game Master here. I want to thank you for joining us here at Rolling in the Geek. We are once again, though, asking you for your support, because through your support, we are able to create content with improved quality and quantity. Check out Rolling of the Geek over on Patreon and choose a tier with rewards that fit you. Every little bit helps us along our path. Now back to three guys who are more excited to game than sleep. Last time on Rolling in the Geek. The team ascends the stairs to the surface, ushering their injured companions towards safety. Along the way, Trevor and Harkos get a feeling that they should stay behind, so they send Lenara and William to lead the group. After they are alone, a passageway folds open in the stone on their side, and they walk into a lounge area with Alicandar and Malus. 
Alicandar speaks his progenitor's words as Trevor notices Malus roll his eyes. Thus begins a verbal duel between the three. Malus tells the duo that he wants his daughter to, to succeed and be happy, but doesn't want her to subjugate an entire world's worth of people. This rubs Harkos especially the wrong way, as he cannot see someone who stands by Cyraxus's side, especially her father, as a good person. Eventually, he reveals that his help is not just words and questions, but that he has, he has something to help them. He reveals the jar holding Henshi Durath, the Brass Methuselah. He tells them that her herald, Purwa, is searching for her Methuselah in the southern Loxfang Mountains, following a false rumor that she is there, and that they should head south through a certain shining silver city, and then head to the coastal mountain range. As they leave, he tells Trevor that the dragon's return is not his fault, and that he set Trevor to be the trigger for this event because of his mother and father being blood from both sides of the dragon war, and that it had to be Trevor. This doesn't make Trevor feel any better. They reach the surface and make a plan to try to evacuate Aetherport. William goes to muster his guard to aid in this, while the rest go to the Brava to send word out from above. Harkos and Avalon take to the skies as the Brava takes flight as well. Trevor's words do little to stir the people to action, so he pleads to Numerath for aid. They watch as dawn breaks over the horizon, spreading golden wings of light in protection over the city, burning away the snow clouds as Trevor's voice is amplified across the entirety of Aetherport at once. People begin to notice now as the earth begins to quake under their feet. And that is where we pick back up. Uh, so Trevor and Harkos, you were watching as these golden rays of light encircle the city of Aetherport, burning away the snow and the clouds above. Uh, and you hear Trevor's voice. Almost like it's coming out from the sky above above you, even uh, you see people come out of their homes, start paying attention. But as you see that you can tell that the earth done be quaking. So, I uh, this is what we are going to do. You set in motion at least one other thing, which was William going to try to find uh, Lord Tyrellian Lavender, uh, who he, uh, Malus said would be of some assistance. Uh, I pre-rolled how much of the city is preparing to evacuate. So tell me what else you want to do to aid in this, and then we'll kind of go from there. So you've got one thing in motion that uh, William and his men are trying to find uh, Tyrellian, but what else do the two of you want to try to do uh, to get these people out into safety? Oh, gosh, I don't know. I'm kind of out of ideas. Um, fuck. Uh, I can tell uh, you that there is a significant increase in the number of people that are moving and starting to try to get to the edges of town. Uh, but I am not going to give you that exact number, like percentage. 
I don't I don't know what what else could be done. I mean we can't um, specifically do anything more. Is there a part are are, are there <clears throat> how do I want to word this? Is there a part of town that maybe either A doesn't seem to be moving as much or B is like maybe chaotically moving so they're getting you know like clustered so why don't you roll an investigation uh and we will see what you can find from above go ahead and do so with advantage because you've been watching well, this that's whole good because that was a two <laughs> <laughs> and that's a nat 20 so i'll take that okay i uh, so there <laughs> is definitely an area that i uh, generally is not moving as much as the rest. Uh, you, you've got some scattered pockets of, of less activity, but the area that is definitely not like up and at them and, and trying to get out is the core, which surrounding the central keep is the wealthier area of the city. Uh, and people there are not moving. As, as much as on the outer areas. Okay, so um, is is uh, Zuriel still on the the bo- uh, on the the boat with us? Yes. I'm gonna look at her and go. Um, I don't suppose you have some nifty thing in your pouch there that could help me get to the ground without injuring myself. Oh jeez! All right. Um. That, so she she uh, like takes a a bag off of her off of her belt. Uh, so turn and, you into a coin. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a that's a me trick. Thank you. I. Uh, she takes a she she takes a bag off of her belt. Uh, and she opens it and like goes shoulder deep into the thing and starts pulling out some random shit. Uh, so she pulls out uh, some sort of like long cloak uh, and goes, eh, that's not useful throws it off to the side uh, she pulls out a handful of different coins that look like they're from different areas and she goes, eh, stuff those back in uh, she pulls out a set of handcuffs, she's like that's not useful or your business Uh <laughs> And uh, then she pulls out a pair of uh, rather sturdy-looking leather boots. Uh, and she goes, uh, probably these are your best bets. Uh, just don't fall. Like, land on these, but don't fall. Uh, pardon? You can land on the shoes, but don't belly flop. That's uh, oh. not going to help. Uh, okay. I. That's not comforting, but uh, it, I think I understand. Uh, basically, that it, it's kind of an invention of her own, that like an infusion that she's made, that uh, it is a pair of boots that as long as you successfully 
uh, perform a dexterity check and oh land on your feet that you will not take fall damage up to a certain point. Uh, but if you don't make the save, that you'll take fall damage as normal. Oh boy. Okay, so I'll slip those on real quick. It's a very complicated tie system that's on them. Like, unnecessarily so. And you discover that she has bigger feet than you. Interesting. Which you know what that means. (laughs) She's got bigger socks than you two. Right. And hands. She's got big hands. She's fucking tall. She's a tall lady. Okay, so once I get that navigated, I'm going to look at Lenara. She's she's piloting, right? Uh, she's not the pilot, no. Oh. Okay, well, whoever's currently steering our, our ship. Uh, there I'm, is a gentleman named Eduardo that is the uh, helmsman. I'll just pull random ass name out of my hat. Cool. So I'm going to point and towards now I've the made, center. Now I've made Eduardo real in this fucking world, and I swear to God, if you guys interact with them, I'm going to kick you. Excuse me, Eduardo. <laughs> God damn it. Um, <laughs> can you get me over the, the center area, please? Oh, yes, sir. I can definitely do that. I hate you. <laughs> See, you brought this on yourself. No, I just wanted, I just, I didn't need a name. I didn't ask you for a name. I just needed to know that, I just wanted you to know I was going to talk to the person currently steering the ship. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll go back to just being a random background character that steers the boat. I'll strike you. I'll strike you. I'm a good navigator. You will be struck tomorrow. Anyways. Are you are you done with me? Can I go back to this is a little Kermity, isn't it? It feels Kermity. Are we good? Are we back back to you yeah, and Lenara? Yeah, we're 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 solid. Okay. Uh so yeah, Lenara's there. She's uh, you know, uh th- there there were still some injured people, so she's kind of running back and forth, making sure that everybody has what they need. Uh I I don't I don't need her for anything. Oh, I well, just fine. Was, you don't need her wh- Whoever whoever was steering, because if she's not steering, she doesn't do very good right now. <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm back in the fort. I'm, I'm oh, back in the limelight. Oh my god! Let's do this. What do you need, Eduardo's Time to shine. You you need closer so that you can jump off. Is that what the plan was? I go silver away. Are you just not talking to me now? <laughs> <laughs> how, how close do you want to the ground? I'll, I'll, I'll put it whatever foot footage that you want. You want as, you want seventeen as, and a half feet? I can do that as close as you can feasibly get to me. Um, I, I'd say without risk of damaging the ship or buildings, I'd say probably about thirty feet. 
that's fine. Okay. Uh, you know, don't duck and roll when you hit the ground because, uh, you know, you don't want to put all that pressure on your knees. Just trying to be helpful. I don't know why you gotta be a dick about it. I'm I'm flying down to thirty feet now. Uh, we have arrived at thirty feet. If you're wanting to go ahead and do this, okay. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna jump over the side. I don't know why you hate me. It's the last thing you hear as you jump over the side. Uh, so go ahead and roll a uh, dexterity check uh, for thirty feet. Uh, the DC will be. So you just need to be a twelve. You got magical aid. I need to be a 12? Yeah. Oh, boy. Okay. I, I am concerned that nothing is being said. I don't superhero land. <laughs> I got I got a 10. Uh, uh, so you'll you'll take fall damage as normal. Unfortunately, I tried. Well, at least it's only from 30 feet. Yeah, so that's not it's not all. Uh, so 10 damage from the fall. Uh, you fall and uh, you you don't quite <laughs> land like flat on your feet like the stipulation on the magic item was. Uh, so you you land kind of like off kilter a little bit and just just go and face plant. Oh, uh, that wasn't how you're supposed to do it. These shoes are a little larger than I'm used to. Uh, that sounds like a you problem. Uh, yes. Yes, it is. I'll, okay. I'll see you when so, you get back. Now that I'm down there and I'm in the area, I'm going to... First of all, thaumaturgy my voice again and repeat the original thing I was saying. And then, since Thaumaturgy is a cantrip and I can keep recasting it, I'm also going to unconventionally use my spirit guardians and pop them and use them to help direct traffic. (laughs) Uh, Go ahead and roll me a uh, persuasion check. Let's see how good you are now that you're like in the midst. Uh, At least I have a fucking bonus to persuasion. Uh, That'd be a 25. Okay. Um, You get an extra three people. (laughs) Uh, So you have uh, an idea. It is not a it is not a large percentage um, using the same system as before that it is not a large percentage of people that are coming out. Uh, But you do have uh, a man who comes out uh, very well dressed, uh, like tuxedo, like a full cravat and uh, a walking cane. You can tell it's some sort of uh, like probably a merchant elf that comes out as uh, sir, we heard you the first time when you were saying that from above. Uh, but I'm not really willing to just leave my home behind. I, uh, 
see no reason to be getting all in a bluster about a little bit of snow. This is your roadblock, is this representative of the wealthy district. You know what, sir? Believe me or don't. The rest of the people are in the process of leaving the city. And what will happen to you won't do you any good to have your money or your house or anything left. So if you don't believe me, fine, stay here. You'll be comfortable in your bed when all of this happens. But I warned you, and we are trying to get as many out of the city as possible. It's very brash. Uh... I don't have time to sugarcoat anything for someone who's only worried about their money and their possessions. We are worried about lives. See, he uh, wipes a, a little bit of like you like almost like he's like wiping away something from his face. Uh, if, if that's the case, then go on. And whether I've weathered more than one problem in town. I, I don't see why this would be another. If I wasn't flying around doing superhero shit, I'd, 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 I'd come assist you, but I, I ain't helping. You're on your onesies. I want to... I... Okay, okay. This is what I want to do. I want to try to call for Divinia. <laughs> I roll. I mean, do say what you're gonna say to try to get her, and then roll. Uh, uh, it's gonna be a pretty, pretty big religion check. Ouch. Okay. Um. Okay. Ah. Uh... I've uh, Numerath has assisted me I'm sure as much as he can but I know you can be here and your presence would be greatly appreciated I think it would help us save more lives if you could um assist for a moment roll uh roll your religion check Not as good as my persuasion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Dirty 20, though. Okay. Uh, so you feel a hand on your shoulder and you turn and there is Divinia in Ugh. the uh, in the orc form that she uh, that she had come to you from uh, or that you had seen her in in Iron's Edge. So is the guy still there? Uh, he started to walk away. Um, sir, if you would, oh, just geez. another moment of your time. Oh. What? And I'm gonna turn to Davinia and go. I know this is asking a lot. But can you show your true self? You see, she just stares at you 
like real long. Yeah, she has a really concerned look in her eye. Uh, Listen, <laughs> I, I don't know how else to convince these people. Oh God, pompous or not, they deserve saved. Also, roll a roll a persuasion check with advantage. Ew. Another good one for giving me advantage. Thank you. First one's uh, 18. And we're going to go with an 18. All right. <laughs> oh, I just I really hope that this doesn't turn out bad. Uh, and she waves across her face and you see her drop the the orcish form and uh, is now standing there, Davinia, Harold, to Numerath. So, is the guy looking at us? Uh, yes. And... So, I'm... Hang on. I'm going to go... <laughs> did you just tell the DM to hang on? I fucking did! <laughs> you will hang on. I... I'm going to say, Sir, I introduce you to Davinia, Harold to the Golden Flame, the Purifying Light... The firstborn son, the Methuselah Numerath. Uh, and this gentleman pees himself and then runs away. I rolled. He rolled okay. very not well. I don't think that that quite worked out the way that you wanted it to. It definitely did not. I thought proof would work, but you know, whatever. I don't know what else to do. They only care about their belongings, not their lives. They don't... They don't want to listen. These people have lived quite the pampered life. They, I don't expect that they'll be... Um, really super willing to just... Move... I know that this isn't my regular accent, but for some reason, I'm having a, find, a hard time finding it. <laughs> that's that's the DM talking, and for some reason, my voice just isn't cooperating very well, but <clears throat> I feel like I'm getting dangerously close to Australian. I... <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm blaming it on the teriyaki chicken, man. I don't know. <laughs> <clears throat> I gotta, I gotta access my my southern roots here, <clears throat> y'all. Is that good? No, oh, Jesus. <laughs> anyway, uh, I don't know. Uh, I could try. I could try to roll with the fear. See if I can just scare a whole bunch of them. To move, I, I kind of have an idea of what's going on here. Uh, since since I, I'm not uh, I'm not dis discrediting your idea, but I mean, it, you're the the good guys. I don't. I didn't really feel good about that one, no. No. <laughs> well, I'm open to suggestions. Any <sighs> any further ideas that we could. Uh, can can you carry me into the air? It's not how it works, no. 
It's more of a physics no. thing than it is a strength thing. Okay. Roll a insight check for me. I have a plus eight to insight. Mm hmm. I have a 12. No. Okay. <laughs> you, you have one of those thoughts that's like right at the edge of your mind, but you can't quite, you can't quite grasp onto it. Like it's right there. You know that there's an idea, but you're, uh, it's just, mm, it's just right there. Uh, so you're, you're in the middle of this. Perkos, uh, any, any thoughts on what you can do to try to push this city towards movement? Uh, the only thing that crosses my mind that feels like something that would come across Harkus's mind is, I mean... The Numerath Trevor voice is booming across the city. So, I mean, that message is being relatively uh, exhausted. So the, on the only thing I can think of that makes sense anyway, because I had a couple thoughts, but I don't I don't like some of them, uh, would be for Harkos to kind of just go down on the streets and start rapping on doors of people that don't look like they're moving. Hey, why and, don't you... And trying oh. to get that, like, express the urgency in what is happening. Go ahead and roll, uh, roll an investigation check. Uh, I think with uh, the advantage that I gave to Trevor since you kind of had a, a sorry for this, but a bird's eye view. <laughs> Dick. I'm sorry. I'm pre-sorried. <laughs> that's not bad. So that's a 21. 21 it is. Okay. Uh, so you spot uh, a few areas that uh, look similarly to what, what Trevor just went after. You find a couple of areas that are similar, similarly inactive uh, that there's not a whole ton of people in the streets. Okay, so I'm I'm going to uh So that you said I spotted a couple of them? Yeah, there uh, let's just say two. There's two pockets of inactivity that you can see. So I'm going to swoop down to Avalon and I'm going to tell her um All right, um we're going to split up here for a moment. Uh, I need you to go over to that little pocket there that looks like no one's moving and just do your best to try and convince them out. Don't don't tell them the truth because, well, no one wants to believe it. But as, as awful as it sounds, do your best to frighten them out of their house. Not you personally, but with information. I know that's very strange instruction, but it's 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 all we can do. We can't tell them it's dragons because they'll laugh at us and stay. And uh, I mean, if if that's how it has to be, uh, 
I know we're not getting everybody, but uh, it's not going to stop me from trying. And and I just, I know the dragon conversation, it went over so well when we spoke to the king in his court. So what's the use in speaking to these people that way? I, I know not what you'll say, but I, I have faith that you'll do your best. I will definitely try. And I'll gesture to the other one a bit, and I'll go over here and do the same. Alright, so what I, I'm gonna do this as like a blanket thing, so yep. what do you say? And then we will have you roll accordingly. I, I I I thought about this as I was coming up with this idea. So Harkos uh, is going to go up to houses and tell people that the king in trying to um, amass his powerful army was messing with some magic that he shouldn't have been and a very powerful dark spell has gone extremely awry beneath the castle and it's causing the tremors and we need to get people as far away from the center of town as possible for fear of collateral damage. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to say that you're using deception for this. Yes. Uh, was that what you were gunning for? Was deception? Kind of. I mean, I I I wasn't trying to make it deception because dece- I'm, I'm fine in deception, but I figured that's what it would be because Harkos has reached a point that in this in this specific situation with Aetherport, he's not going to tell anybody the truth unless he thinks it's going to matter. Which, with a bunch of, no offense to the people living here, a bunch of nobody townspeople, they don't matter. Like, not in the sense of trying to convince them of the truth. Like, they matter because Harkos wants to save them, because every life is important or whatever. But he's not going to spend time trying to be like, no, really, I'm telling you the truth and give them the whole spiel. He's going to do whatever he can to make it scary, like he told Avalon to do. All right. Uh, so go ahead and roll your deception. I would say with what you gave me, go ahead and do it with advantage. Okie dokie. Oof, that's good. That one, that's a 14 total. <laughs> that came out of the tray, but that's an 18 on the die plus five. So that's 23. Okay. And we'll go. Okay, uh, so you were able to get a pretty sizable chunk of your your section here to actually get up and move. Uh, I I think that you catch the sense that these people have are aware of kind of how much things have been cracking down and mm-hmm. are buying into that. Uh, that's a reasonable scenario based on what they've been experiencing. Uh, so you get a, a pretty big majority. I'd say you only have a couple of houses that are being stubborn and are just, you know, they're that type that they just don't mm-hmm. want to leave their home. I that, was born here, damn it, I'll die here if I have to. I, I wasn't going to go that offensive, but yeah. That's just my go-to for people who don't want to leave. Like, more power to you. Like, if you got that gusto, sure. Harkos, by the way, anyone who does that, not to try and assuade anything else, Harkos, just because he needs to, 
is going like he's going to have a very like let down side and he's going to go okay well I tried and then move on to the next house whenever that shit comes up yeah just for the uh, audience you, to you know got that, uh, I rolled and and your you got it was 88% Jesus of your, yeah. of your section there so now I'm going to roll uh, Avalon's so you meet back up uh I'm I'm assuming that you meet back up. Yeah. Okay. I uh, you you meet back up with her. I did not have much success. I am sorry. I got it's, I got a few, but not not many. It's all right. We again we can only do what we can. We we don't have the time. We don't have the resources or the means. And what's coming? There's no way to make people see it. So. There are going to be... There's... Like I told William, we're not going to win, but we don't have to lose completely. I... So... Between the activities that the both of you have been doing, I'm going to say that there's some amount of time that has that has gone on here mm-hmm. uh, that you're you're getting into kind of the middle stages of the afternoon. Uh, it is at this point that you see uh, a flare go up from nearby the keep, like. Uh, like, you know, some sort of signal yeah. has been sent off. Head that way? Yeah. I think Harkos will uh, bird pedo in that direction uh, as well. I'm going to motion for Divinia to follow me. Uh, it is it is at this point that you feel another tremor stronger than the first underfoot. Uh, you head towards the towards the keep uh, all four of you apparently and uh, I, do you take Avalon or no? Yeah 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 I would def- okay. I'm not gonna leave her hovering around by herself right now okay uh, so the four of you uh, meet back up at uh, towards the keep uh, there you see William along with Lord Tyrellian Lavender oh Oh, it is great to see you. Good, good job, William. Um, oh, I, I didn't know which one of us you were talking about. Uh, both of you, um, but good job, um, uh, Tyrellian. I uh, first things first. Be- before we get too much deeper into this, did you have Davinia go back to her previous form? I didn't say it, so no. Um, I, I would say in this situation, not that it's my game, that Ken either needs to make a roll or decide what Davinia would have chose yeah, to do that's, because yeah. that's yeah, that's fair. I was going to say I Brad also didn't say anything, but that's exactly what I was. I don't think to Trevor would have been thinking about it. I, but she Divinia, was, Divinia also has the reasoning that Trevor was right, kind of nonchalant right. about. Show your face, so she's kind of like maybe this is just fine. I could see it both ways for okay. sure. Uh, so. She does after the interaction with uh, the fuckface over in Richtown. Uh-huh. Uh, she does shift back to her uh, her work form. Okay. Uh, so the four of you meet up 
That would have been interesting. It would have been. <laughs> I, the, the dice have made me sad in this moment. <laughs> I, I, uh, the four of you meet up. I, William shows you that uh, he has Lord Tyrellian. I, so Tyrellian will will kind of step in front of William and, and give you both a, a head nod. And Is there anything that I can be of assistance with? Uh, I have already had some of my people escort uh, King Gibbous out, uh, and he is on his way to safety, but... Uh, None of the rich people are moving. I can see that as being a problem, yes. That's a major problem. Um, okay, so I have a question. Mm Mm-hmm. Thaumaturgy. Now, it doesn't state it has to be me, like, on some of these things, but for the voice thing, it says your voice booms up to three times as loud as normal. Could I use that on someone else? Give me a sec. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. No. Shit. All right. Well, in that case, what what should I say to them? I... I I don't know. I, I I can speak a few other languages. Maybe that would help. I don't. I don't know. Let's. I'm, I, I'm out let, of ideas. Let's. You and I, uh, and your rather large orc friend, um, can head that direction. Uh, and maybe I can meet. Just being there with you, I can make some difference. Uh, good, then we shall find the guy that we just spoke to. 
but that's where I'm heading. Yep, lead, lead on. Uh, so he follows you back towards Richton. Uh, Harkos, uh, William will look at you and say, uh, I've got most of my guards at exits of the city trying to get people out as smoothly and carefully as possible. Um, is there, is there anything else that we can do? Um, I, I don't think so. Uh, we tried to convince as many stragglers in the immediate area as possible and Trevor and crew are dealing with the the hoity-toities and and, I mean it's we we still have time to make sure that everyone gets as far away as possible but it's looking more and more like we're at capacity for who's choosing to listen Um, the the big thing is uh, well, obviously yourself. We we need you to get to safety too. You and your men, um, as soon as you can. Obviously, most of my men are at the edges of the city. Or most of my guards are at the edges of the city, escorting people out. But uh, we're Harkos. We our lives are not as important as the people of the city. They're innocent. We need so to get as you... many of them out as possible. Well, unless you want to go around dragging people out of their homes, kicking and screaming, we... we we've gotten the people that we can. I mean, Tyrillian is going to help where, we, where he can, but I don't... The uh, People don't care. I mean, the, there's there's not been anything this bad in thousands of years no one he, no one's uh, had he, to worry he, he walks up to you and he, he puts a hand on your shoulder uh Harkos you said that we couldn't save everybody and if I'm not saved because I helped save other people then I've I've died a good death. And maybe it won't turn out that way, but I'm willing for that to happen if it means that I get some people out of here. So he's got his hand on Argus's shoulder. And Argus is gonna give a a pause while that happens as he kind of soaks it in and there's going to be, like, a faltering in his face, like he wants to say something and argue. But, as I stated last week, and it under the trench coat and stuff, Harkos is... He's being forced to darkly mature, and not in an evil way, but in an understanding that the world's not sunshine and rainbows. Uh, not that it ever was, but, you know, like he's losing his optimism, sort of. He's being more realistic. So he's going to bring his hand up behind William's head and kind of bring it in like forehead to forehead type situation. I don't like the thought of you 
expiring for people who don't want to care, but I I understand your choice. And then um, he's gonna he's gonna break from that and give him like the like the warrior hug, like the 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 fist on the back, and like pat him twice, and um, step away and hold him at like arm's length on the shoulders. Um, William, I do hope this isn't the last time that we see each other. And I know you're going to do everything you can for the city, just as you always have. And I wish that I had the gall to do it with you, but I know that my fight can't end here, as selfish as that somewhat sounds. And should you fall for this city, my we will make sure it is known and I hope that Saloon can guide you to the light. He, uh, you can see that he's teared up a little bit. His eyes look heavy and, and wet and he looks at you and he said, you know, most of those people who are walking out the gates right now that will be safe, they'll never know that it was you and your friends that saved them. But I know. I know without you, most of these people would die tonight. You're a good man, Harkos. I, I hope I get to see you again, too. In this world or the next. And he uh, grabs a hold of his of his spear and he runs. He better freaking make it out. Can you hear me? Um, <laughs> you guys inspired something in William that uh, he didn't really have before and this is this is his moment so we'll we'll see what the dice tell us when we get there that's that's you hear me dice do you hear me ken's dice you better let him fucking live uh so harkus is gonna turn to avalon and he he has he also has wet eyes and He's just gonna tell her he's this. This shouldn't have been his war. It shouldn't have been any of their war. Shouldn't have been our war. But we don't have time to dwell on that now. When, when we make it out of here, we can we can focus on what we lost. Um, we should catch up and finish helping in whatever way we can and so as uh, you you yes. turn to leave you see someone familiar someone that you've seen many 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 times in Aetherport you <sighs> some fucking tabaxi you, you see Aquin standing about 15 feet behind you this should not have been anybody's war 
No. Should have stayed between me and my kind. But we have involved all of you nonetheless. I expect that this reveal is not as shocking to you as it may have been a few days ago. No, I, um... Some information came to light that made you and your Methuselah less karnic um, much less of a shock than it probably should have been. Well, this is fine. I can tell you that you have caught the interest of my Methuselah. And they are greatly looking forward to speaking with you. Now, if I may, this will take just a moment. I just wanted to properly introduce myself. I am Aquin, herald to the forced shaper, the cloud of spores, the Methuselah, Lescarnic. In the near future, my Methuselah will find you and will want to have a talk. I hope that you will be more willing to speak with them than you have been with others. Well, it depends, quite frankly, on what new hell has broken loose at the time that your Methuselah decides to show up. If I'm being perfectly honest... That being said, not that I don't appreciate your forthcomingness now, um, unless you have some way to assist, we have innocent people that are very, very in danger within the next 12 hours. So I'm going to go take care of that now. And I guess I will see you again later. I am sure that we will meet again. Hopefully in a better situation. Well, well. most situations should be better than this one. Then I'll, I'll, I'll turn the fuck around. You turn around and take off. Yeah, uh, and Avalon follows behind you uh, and catches up with you. And she's, I had no idea. <coughs> that I. Oh, about Aquin. I stared directly at him. I had no idea. Uh, there's a lot to unwrap from beneath that keep. Um, most of it from 
Trevor and I had talks with someone, but we again we 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 can go over that when there's not a, an apocalypse coming. I do want to tell you, we have just not had the time. That is, yes, this is not the time. I I completely understand. Uh, so are you heading back to the Brava? Um, yeah, I guess so. Like, we'll pass over hey. Trevor just to make sure that everything's fine, but I'm sure he's got Davinia, he's got fucking Tyrellian, so I don't foresee there being an issue, so they're going to the Brava via Trevor. Okay. But uh, just overhead, I'm not, like, touching down and be like, everything good? It's just gonna be passing by. Okay. Uh, so, Trevor and Davinia and Lord Tyrellian Lavin. Uh, yeah, so we go the, knock on what's-his-face's door. <laughs> uh, so you knock on the door and uh, a some sort of servant answers. Hello. Uh, may I help you? The other guy did. I can't remember. Did the other guy give us his name? No, he did not. No. We need to speak with the, the, the owner of the house. Oh, you did you have a meeting set up with Lord Derek? We just spoke with him recently. We need to speak with him again. Please, uh, come and make yourselves at home in the in the entryway, and I will go and speak <laughs> with uh, Lord Derek and see if he would be willing to meet with you. Okay. And we go. Uh, so he he uh, steps out of the way, allows you to come into uh, the uh, well-furnished entryway of this manor, uh, closes the door behind you, gives you a bow, and then walks off you so uh you're you're there waiting for a moment uh and lord tyrellian i can understand why uh you ran into some definite problems lord derek is definitely mm, an idiot uh, yes oh okay yes we can uh, he is a friend but he's not a good friend? We travel in a lot of the same circles. It's kind of expected. He did always kind of rub me the wrong way, though, if I'm honest. Well, you've seen my lack of patience in a normal situation, and this is definitely out of the norm, so it would actually, you can imagine what it is now. It actually surprises me. I would have expected that you would be more used to going in these circles based on your family. No, I took up a different trade. Oh, well. Yep. Pottery was my thing. Pottery? Yes. Trevor's tin glazed terracotta until my shop was burnt down. It's heavy on the alliteration there, aren't you? Well, I sold a lot of things, and many people knew who I was. <laughs> so after uh, your little small talk there with uh, with Lord Tyrellian uh, 
Lord Aderic comes down, uh, sees you and uh, Davinia. <laughs> Whoa, what? Oh, don't. Okay, I, I'm. If you want something, then you may take it. I do not want anything to do I with already, you. I, I already told you what I want. That, and I brought more proof. I motioned to Tyrellian. Lord Derek, it is a pleasure to see you again. Uh, and they, they exchange pleasantries for a moment. Uh, Lord Derek, if you don't mind me saying... Uh, Quit being an ass. <laughs> you and I both know that something is happening here, and it is not going to do you or any of the people in our circles any good to stay here. Please reconsider this. If nothing happens, you have your home to come back to. There is no risk in it for you. Just evacuate. You have your own, uh, your own ship. There's no reason that you couldn't just go out for, uh, some sightseeing and then come back. And I'm going to roll a persuasion check for Lord Tyrellian. Damn! Okay, well, fucking nineteen on the die. Uh, some sightseeing with um, all of your helpers. See, he just has kind of like a grimace on his face, and he looks over at Tyrillian, and Tyrillian gives him a glare, and then he's uh, fine. Uh, I'll head off then, I guess, and be back in a day or two. Uh, my wife and I have been talking about taking the young ones out anyway. Uh, so he heads off and, and starts doing his thing, but you uh, you and Lord Tyrillian, I am going to have uh roll some persuasion checks to start getting these people moving. So go ahead and roll uh, roll percept or uh, persuasion with advantage, Trevor, to see how much more you can do here. Okay, so with advantage, that first one was a one on the die. Yeah, yeah. Uh, second one is a 18. Okay. So, Lord Marillion... Rolling alongside you. I. Uh, you are not still able to get as much movement as I think that you would like, but you get roughly half of the wealthy district to evacuate. Uh, but even with Tyrellian helping you, these people are just, they seem very stubborn and very locked in that they are, they are not willing to move. Uh, after some amount of this time, 
a heavy earthquake. Yeah. Starts. I'm gonna look at Tyrellian and go. It, we've done all we can. Let them die with their possessions. I, we can't waste any more time. Roll a persuasion check. Uh, that would be a 16. Uh, Trevor, I'm... <clears throat> I... Go. Just, just go. I feel that I can still possibly make a difference here. And... I have a lot to make up for. Listen, you and I may not have hit it off initially, but you've already proven yourself plenty. I'm not saying that I'm going to stay behind and let a building fall on me, but I... Trevor, I need to try to do more. But this cannot be where you fall. It can be where I do, if it needs to happen that way. I'm going to put my hand out to shake his hand. He, uh, he extends a hand and gives you a good solid handshake. He says, uh, if something does happen, uh... I am pretty much the last advisor left to King Jubilee. Can you please make sure that he is surrounded by those of adequate intelligence and morality to make sure that the world that we are stepping into is not doomed? I I will definitely make sure of it. Please be safe. You as well. Uh, and you see him walk off uh, to try to get to some more of these houses. Um. Oh, has has Kingsley returned yet? Yes. Uh, sorry. We, uh, actually, uh, as you were on your way, I meant to do this. I'm sorry. I. Uh, as you were heading back to the uh, uh, back to to Richton with Tyrellian, uh-huh. Kingsley did return uh, with a note from your parents saying that they uh, they sent the letter as they evacuated the city. Good. So they are not in danger. Good. Um. <sighs> Well, I guess we we head back to the Brava. Do you wish to join me, Divinia, or...? Uh, no, I need to, uh... I need to return to Numera. He, well, uh, I... expended quite a bit of energy to put himself between Cyraxis and this town. 
Well, I appreciate your aid, I, despite it not really working, and and I'm very appreciative of what Numera has done. She she wasn't just tailing you the entire time; like she was trying to help get people moving and get people out. Uh, you know, so uh-huh. she you know, and she wasn't useless this whole time. Uh, right. I, I did add bonuses to things, like because I've been rolling percentages and all this stuff behind be, behind the proverbial screen. Uh, so she was of benefit. I'm not taking that away from you. Like you, you oh, did something, good. and I, I am giving something for that. Uh, so she was not useless, but uh, she gives you a, a good clap on the shoulder and says, uh, "Please keep yourself safe. I don't, I don't want to see you back in Numerath's world." <sighs> I don't wish to go back there just yet. Uh, until we meet again, my friend. Yes. Uh, and you see that she uh, she takes wing and heads off into the sky. You head back towards uh, the uh, towards the Brava, uh, which has been kind of doing like low circles uh, to try to do as much like reconnaissance and get people moving as much as possible. Okay. Uh, so you flag him down. Uh, uh, Eduardo will fly the uh, fly the ship down so that you're like find an area that you can you can actually climb back aboard and uh, then takes the sky again. Oh, welcome back. It's uh, it's good to see you. I'm glad, I'm glad you you have reboarded the Brava. Um, yeah. I don't know why you don't like me. I really kind of upset about all this, but that's that's fine. So, with one last bit, I'm gonna thaumaturgy again and say. Uh, uh. To those of you who did not heed our warnings, I pray that your souls pass on peacefully. Kind of rubbing it in there. Yeah, a little bit of it. Trevor doesn't like motherfuckers that don't listen. So, especially rich ones. <laughs> uh, so the Brava takes flight and you do your last plea out uh, through the city. As the sun begins to set. As darkness starts creeping along back into the city you see the snow clouds start to reform above Aetherport Trevor you get the sense that whatever power New Barath was able to exert here has has waned is now faded and you can see as the skyline below you starts to move as another 
more devastating earthquake rolls through Aetherport. But it doesn't stop like the others have. It just keeps going. You see buildings start to fall. And heartbreakingly, you can see that there's people inside of some of these buildings as they begin to tumble. Your eye is drawn over towards the center keep of Aetherport, the King's Keep. As the keep itself is swallowed into the From where this keep once stood, and now there is just a sinkhole. A line of blue light erupts from underneath the ruins. And then you see an explosion of white light as large chunks of stone pieces of battlements are flung away from where the keep once stood. And erupting out from this hole with a shriek that stretches across the entirety of Aetherport and from the power that you can feel the entirety of Riven. A scream that is backed by only what could be done by the impotent rage of a creature that once stood atop the world and for 1400 long years has been nothing. As Cyraxus is reborn to Riven. And that, my friends, is where we will call it for tonight. just silence and I love it you know like obviously I knew you were that's where you were heading and I and I I had an idea it was why well, I guess you kind of told us it was going to be a rebirth thing but man I'm like shaking over here well Thank you all very much for joining us at our table. Uh, if you're enjoying what you're listening to, we would kindly ask that you show us some support. You can do that in a couple of different ways. The first way would be uh, if you wanted to do something as simple as just buying us a coffee. Uh, if you go to ko-fi.com and search for Rolling in the Geek, you can do a one-time donation there. Uh, or you could do something uh, like backing uh, backing us on Patreon. We are good little warlocks and offer up sacrifices to our patrons depending on the tier that you choose. And speaking of sacrifices, John, this is your weekly sacrifice. Thank you. Brad, where can these fine folks get in touch with us? You can subscribe to our newsletter on our website at ritgeekpodcast.com to keep up with all things rolling into geek. Or you can find us on any of your favorite of your bacon stations. Also, we're very active on Twitter. And if you want to talk to a bunch of rad content creators, podcasters, artists, and all around cool people, you can join us in the Underground Oracle Discord through the link on our website. 
Thank you very much, Brad. Nick, this week you are the sound druid of the Arctic. You search through the cold, barren expanse of our recordings to find the bits of life that can be harvested and nurtured to create the audio quality that our fans have expected. Can you please chill us something fun to go out on? It's a... Um... Resigned Hootie Who from Nick and Harkos. <laughs> as we really tried in episode 95. Um... What a way to book in two years. No kidding. Yeah. Um, I made that comment. Yep, yeah, we did. We did make that comment. Uh, tune in next week. Um... Uh, I don't know. To see... Uh, what new dicks we meet in episode 96. I don't know if we're going to meet new people, but I need to rhyme. I, I do the rhyming thing. Um, maybe it's no one. That still counts as finding out who we meet. Uh, on what Ken said about the Patreon thing, uh, if you like the stuff, uh, because it is our anniversary month, uh, last week, this week, how many, uh, how many freaking Fridays do we have in October? So last week, this week, and then the next three episodes, uh, you will get the Patreon stuff uh, for free. We're going to upload it on the, the earbicus stations. You, you've probably seen that, uh, but I'm going to make sure I iterate it anyway. So you get the pre-show, you get the under the trench coat. If you like that stuff, uh, we do that all the time, not just for anniversary month. Uh, it's just on Patreon under the $5 tier, and then you get those every week. You also get them earlier. Uh, as long as I'm on top of my editing game, which currently I am, knocks on wood. Um, episodes come out on Monday instead of Friday. Anyway, uh, more to the point. This week, uh, it is the end of year two. Technically, our anniversary is on the 11th, but this is the last episode that will air before the 11th. So, uh, uh, Ken requested a song. I did a song uh, that Jen requested, and she requested a theme. I did a song that Brad requested. He requested a theme. Ken gave me free range on theme, but requested a song. Uh, it is the last song of year two, so I did write the full thing, because it's a shorter song, but it's going to be longer than the other ones. Anyway, we'll get to that. So, uh, no more rambling from me. Uh, without further ado, here is the parody for episode 95. <clears throat> Sorry, this is going to hit a little bit. Um, I don't know what I am anymore. <laughs> Things keep changing every day. I bid farewell to Hokkaido, the place that I was beaten and raised <clears throat> for five long years I suffered torment never a respite from the hate abound 
But then one night that changed, I tore the thread. <laughs> I escaped my prison and flew till dawn. <laughs> this hurts me too. I just want everyone to know that's when I found my first friend, Trevor. And Y'all. we forged a bond stronger than blood. It's never been easy. We walk through fire, <laughs> trying to save all that we can. <clears throat> I have had my resolve challenge lately. It's been a lot and it's breaking me. But my friends are here standing beside me. So I'll try to push through this one too. <laughs> I hope someday some people will talk of my friends and the B team's deeds. I am Harkus Pissarro. I fight for Riven. And with my friends, I shall not yield. That's what you got. Nice. That's what that you good. get. And I almost feel like we should have orchestrated that with uh, Brad and I doing backup for you. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking that too. <laughs> I, I thought about that doing the little, the. Uh, the and with the my place he was beaten and raised. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I thought I thought about bringing that up, but we were going to dinner, and I I wrapped this out real quick because I didn't remember to write one because we weren't recording tonight, and then we were recording tonight, so I I was all over the place, and I was like, yeah, it's it's gonna be too much in a short period of time. I'll just I'll, I'll deal with it. Still fantastic, and thank you. You're welcome. Glad you liked it. Again, this is the third time this week that the red tide have caused an uprising. This is every single time, every week that I need to call because I've had yet another problem getting paid. We have this issue. And for what purpose? They do it for sport, for fun. This is what they do to pass time at work. And it keeps people like, I have mouths to feed. I mean, come on, guys. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.